I just read this interesting thing in a book that was about... The book wasn't about this, but the story was about Roald Amundsen and, um, I don't know his first name, Scott, who both had expeditions to the South Pole at the same time, a hundred years ago. And Scott would drive himself and his men to exhaustion on nice days down in the Antarctic, and then would hunker down in bad days. And famously, they got to the South Pole after Amundsen, and they all died on the way back. Um, and they were pushed to themselves to the absolute extreme and were poorly prepared in comparison. Amundsen, on the other hand, um, apparently carried 500% the amount of food and supplies they thought they needed for the trip. Uh, they had a... Uh, they adopted uh, Inuit clothing and dog sleds <clears throat> instead of trying to use ponies and wool clothing. And they, and they skied. And most importantly for my point here, they had a quota. They had a quota of traveling 15 miles. No more, no less each day. Bad weather, good weather. Even if they could have gone further, they didn't go further. And, and even if it was hard, they did that much. And what that did was it evened out the effort so that on hard days, they still made progress. And on easy days, they had energy to restore themselves. And the whole thing traveled along smoothly. And I think the idea of a quota, I had never heard this story before. I knew the story of Amundsen and Scott, but I'd never heard the bit about 15 miles a day. And I think the thing that's really powerful about it is the idea that it, it throws on its head the idea of what a quota is. I grew up thinking that a quota was something imposed on you by someone else to try to squeeze more productivity out of you. Right? Think workplace efficiency, someone in a factory telling you you have to make more widgets. The pace is now going to be this. And I, I grew up thinking that quotas were always bad. And I actually now think that they're good enough to be in the alphabet of good things. Because I personally find a quota to be tremendously valuable. And I was just having a conversation with Yoav Elkiam about this. The other day, he asked why, how it's, how it's working out for me and to have my daily quota and, you know, what exactly is entailed in it and how it works. So I thought I'd share a little bit of it here. I have found it helpful over the last two years, maybe three years now, to have, um, to have a daily quota that I try to hit. And I don't always hit it. It is often a stretch, depending on what I'm doing. But other days I blast right by it. And it's important that the quota is not just sort of the maximum that I could theoretically do on the best possible day, but that it is something that it creeps up over time as my prices increase and my productivity increases. And what it is, is essentially the amount of money that I think I'm earning in a given day, given the amount of 
um, chargeable work that I've done. So I'm not trying to figure out the value of time spent boxing up orders or going to the bank. Those things have to fit in and around the daily quota. But what it does is it's my 15 miles. It tells me, okay, you've done enough today. And maybe there's a day when I, you know, I've hit my quota, but I can still do more and I want to do more. Great. But if I hit my quota and I don't necessarily want to do more, then I don't. Um, and most importantly, there are days when I, I'm going to struggle to hit my quota or not going to hit it at all. And having the quota there keeps me honest about the fact that I didn't. What the actual number that my quota is has changed over time. I have deliberately pushed it higher and higher. So I think it's when I started keeping track, I think my quota was $120 a day of actual stuff made, right? And back when I was, um, back when my prices were much lower and, and, and I was slower, it was, it was hard to hit that sometimes. Now my quota is $250 per day. And it's not unusual for me to hit $300 a day. It's also not unusual for me to, you know, hit 180 and can't quite make it to 250 because something's come up and I've lost an hour or two of work. But having the daily target helps me be honest with myself about whether I'm going to hit my weekly and thus monthly goals for income and how my income stream is actually looking. Because part of the problem when you're self-employed is that it's easy to double or even triple count your income almost subconsciously because an order comes in and you think, ah, great, you know, that's whatever, 90 bucks. Awesome. And then you do the order and you think, ah, I just earned 90 bucks. And then you get paid for the order and you think, wow, that's 90 bucks. And then you do the you do the bookkeeping for that and you think, wow, that's 90 bucks. And now you can see how, even if logically you think to yourself, well, I've, I'm not counting all of those. You're still over counting how much money came in. It was only $90, but you just counted it two, three, four times in your head subliminally. Your, your brain is keeping track of that. So having a quota helps me focus on that instead of all the times that I'm handling the money in the, in the course of its journey through my hands. And that way, all of the times, and, and it also helps that I batch all the other processes, right? So um, I respond to orders as they come in, but I actually enter them into my books in one go. And I get everything into the post and tell people all, you know, all the different amounts of money they owe me in one go. And batching it in that way helps me ignore it, essentially. Helps me keep from thinking of it a second, third, fourth time. And what I focus on instead is when I figure out my weekly schedule, I then sort of quickly tally up how much I will earn each day if I do these things on these days. And if they aren't hitting their targets, I figure out how to rejigger the week so that everything is kind of evened out so that I don't have a day when I'm going to make 350 bucks because all I'm doing is making blanks. And I don't have a day when I'm going to make 150 bucks because all I'm doing is carving spoons. But it's something in between. 
where I do a little of this and a little of that and it all evens out to my target. And that's both better for my body and it also uh, makes, it, it, it levels out the risk that sort of the, the big day where I really earn the money gets torpedoed by some unanticipated personal event. Kid needs to come home from school because they're sick, that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden the day that was going to sort of make up for the low, all the other low days just got blown up and you are scrambling to uh, make that up at this point. So having a quota is super helpful just in terms of being able to plan. And this is, I would imagine, well, let me finish that thought. This is, um, this is particularly true for me when I have work. In my scenario, I have work that has already come in and I'm just figuring out how to sort of accomplish it. If I was doing things on spec, which I do when I write, having a quota is also really useful because it keeps me from burning out. Hold on, we got a car coming and dogs in the road. Yo, Maisie, get out of the road. Come here. Maisie, come here. Come here. Hey, no. Maisie, come here. Come here. Come here. Right here. Come right here. Good girl. Thank you. That's a bonehead thing to do, Maisie. All right, come on, Willa. <clears throat> so when I write, I find it's really helpful to have a quota under those circumstances because for similar reasons, it pushes me to do more than I would do on days when I'm not feeling it. And, <clears throat> and it rains me back from overdoing it on days when I am feeling it. Because what I want to get out of is a boom and bust cycle. This is used in orchards where a lot of fruit trees will be in a, a biennial boom and bust cycle where one year they'll produce so much fruit that they then need to essentially rest for a year and, and sort of reestablish budding twigs. They've, they've, they've used up all their energy the previous year. And the way you get biennial trees to stop being biennial is you thin them back. You prune them back and then you also thin out the fruit so that they, you've essentially established a quota on them. And what that does is it makes sure that they have energy going into the next year to produce fruit each year. Many successful authors put quotas on their writing. Where they say, I'm gonna write this amount, no more, no less, every day. For me, it's a page and a half. And if that takes me 15 minutes, great. If that takes me 45 minutes, great. But I'll sit down and do my page and a half. 
and having that quota that's a reasonable quota, it's not super ambitious, but it's a reasonable quota, keeps me coming back day after day because it feels like something that I can do each day. A lot of times when people struggle to establish a habit, it's because either they have too many habits they're trying to establish, or because they're making each habit that they're trying to establish too extreme. And in both instances, a quota would be helpful. You can have a quota of, you know, I'm only going to try and lock in one habit at a time. And then a month, two months later, I'm going to reevaluate, figure out the next habit, lock that in. <clears throat> You'd also have a quota where you say, you know, for each habit, each habit is going to have a quota. Like, keep it really specific. Where you say that, you know, I'm going to do these core exercises and it's going to be this. And it's going to, you know, when I can't do, when this isn't hard enough, I'm going to creep it up to this. But it's not going to be extreme. It's going to be this thing. And by making it specific, it makes it more likely that you're going to reach your goal. Just like it made it more likely that Amundsen was going to reach the South Pole. So I'm not actually one to give assignments, but I think this is one where it would be good. Write down three places in your life where it would be helpful for you to have a quota, but you don't. Whether it's towards some larger project that you're trying to complete, or simply a daily habit that you have, or some framework. You could have a quota where, say, I'm going to brush my teeth twice a day. No more, no less. That's a quota. Write down three places where you could use a quota and then figure out what a reasonable quota would be. Not something that you're going to have to struggle to hit every single day, but something that you're going to have to struggle to hit some days. Right there in the middle is the sweet spot. If you want to share what your quota is or what it's about, uh, as always, please do on Instagram. It's always fun when there's that sort of engagement there. Appreciate you guys listening. Talk tomorrow.